Welcome to Account Trends, everybody. I'm Jason Stein with Intuit Accountants. My co-host, David Bergstein, and I are excited to be with you every couple of weeks to share the latest news, interesting perspectives, and hottest trends in the tax and accounting world. We'll have special guests on the show to help break these trends down and give you food for thought as you find new ways to deliver for your clients. But most importantly, we plan on having some fun while doing it. Welcome. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to Account Trends. Jason Stein here, your host. I've got my sidekick and partner in crime, David Bergstein, CPA, and some kind of alphabet soup after your name. Is that right, David? We'll, we'll go along with that, but I think we got a great guest today who's got a, a lot more experience in doing a lot of different things. Yes. Welcome, uh, everybody. Darren Root is joining us today. Welcome, Darren. Hey, guys. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to this. Really appreciate you being here. So, uh, Darren, let's cut to the chase. What is going on with Rootworks over there? We've got uh, uh, you guys were merged up with Right Networks, and now you just bought CPA Practice Advisor. You're, you're moving and shaking in the industry here, aren't you? We're trying. You know, we're we're, we're trying. You know, Root Rootworks has hit about a thousand firms in in the membership at this point. Which, you know, when I started Rootworks, you know, I I, I thought we could get to a couple hundred, but you know, we just we have a thousand members. Now, which is which is pretty crazy, awesome. and about uh, it's, it's going to be almost two years ago. Uh, two years ago, April seventeenth. Not that I'm I'm counting, but <laughs> two years ago, April seventeenth, we uh, sold to Right Years or Right Networks, and um, you know, really the the whole impetus of that, guys, was just you know, I I think this whole industry is moving faster than I was able to invest in. And we had some ideas like around data and empowering accounting firms to be proactive. And, and there was a lot of development that needed to happen. There was a lot of investment that needed to happen. And, you know, I, I looked at it and, and essentially said, you know, I can keep doing what I'm doing and I can do it a little bit better and I can go a little bit faster, but I don't think at the end of the day, I have the resources to go as fast as I think we need to go. And so uh, aligned with Right Networks, you know, um, they were they were a company looking to expand what they were doing because, you know, they were in the hosted QuickBooks space and they needed some new thought leadership and they, they needed uh, new strategies. And uh, so it, it actually worked out really nicely. And I, I hear I hear a couple of lessons you learned in the in that process, too. One is. Uh, don't set your sights so low, right? <laughs> you, you, you expected a couple hundred, and you're up to a thousand. So think big, right? Yeah. Go, go big or go home, as they say. And then um, know your limits, right? Know when it's time to make a big move, and and yeah. think differently about you know how you're investing and growing. And so I, I think those are that's really great, you know, that you were able to to step back and and do that. And that and that kind of leads into the CPAPA thing, right? CPA Prax Advisor, um, right? It's, you know, that acquisition, you know, I, I was executive editor for seven years and this is going back, you know, eight years ago. So, you know, I started maybe 15 years ago with CPA Practice Advisor. So I, I knew that publication and uh, I also felt like that publication could be a lot more, you know, as far as more relevant uh, the, the the world's changing. Uh, I want to, you know, I, I love changing with it, but they had a really, really big audience. 
I'm thinking, you know, what better way to, to bring new life to something and then also, you know, impact the profession. So it, it just kind of, it was just kind of perfect for us. Let me throw a question out there because, you know, I, I've watched you grow from your solo practitioner days uh, to yep. where you are today. And I look at RootWorks as probably the largest association or network that's out there now for small to medium-sized practitioners. You're giving them the tools they need. You're giving them the direction, the marketing plan. Um, so, you know, do you feel like it can grow to two, 3,000 now that you're part of Right Networks and you're rolling out the tools uh, for them? Yeah, I really, I really do, uh, Dave. I think that, um, you know, because I had so much, ex- like you, I had so much experience practicing, uh, RootWorks was really just the outgrowth of, of all the things I thought I needed inside of my firm. I needed a better website. I needed better marketing material. I needed, you know, better technologies. And, um, you know, that's really what RootWorks does for accounting firms today. We, we try to fill all those gaps. We don't try to be tax software. We don't try to be practice management software. We try to fill all the other gaps. Um, that help firms become more modern. So, yeah, I think there's an opportunity uh, to grow to several thousand. And how do you look at all the different tools? Do you continuously change them or do you have a main set of tools and then you're enhancing them over a period of time? You know, uh, are you talking about things that that we develop? Or are you talking about the tools that we engage with uh, with vendors? Really, both. And as you talk about those tools, you know, with Jason's point, I think you, with the great resignation, you develop the tools so people really shouldn't have to worry about talent. Um, you know, there's this big shift that's taking place to advisory. I mean, everybody's been talking about it for 15 years. Um, for the first, you know, 13 and a half, maybe 14, right before the pandemic, it was, it was a conversation that everybody was having, but nobody really knew what it meant. And then all of a sudden, you know, every SMB in the country needed help. They really needed help. And accounting firms sort of saw right in front of them what it was like, you know, to have all these people really needing them. And, uh, I think it was a huge awakening uh, for the profession. And, and all of a sudden, we are now at, um, we're at an advisory threshold. But the only way I think that you can do advisory well is, is to have data. And, and data doesn't seem to exist in, in one place. I mean, it's kind of everywhere and nowhere. And most of it's in in practitioners' heads. I mean, it's like, David, it's like, it's like you, all right, you, you have your clients, you know who your partnerships are, you know whether they have a buy-sell agreement, maybe. You, you maybe know whether it was funded with life insurance or not. Um, but nobody else inside the organization would know that. And when I think about that, there's like at least two products there. There's, well, if they don't have a buy-sell agreement, that's a product, right? We can go, you can go encourage them or sell them or get them to do a buy-sell agreement, whether it's through an attorney or however you do that. And then is it funded? That's another product. You know, you can collaborate with insurance, life insurance people or whatever uh, as it relates to that. So it's just, it's just data. I mean, it's no different than what Netflix or Intuit or anybody else is doing. They're, they're surfacing information. 
And the accounting profession needs that. Sorry, I went on so long, guys. No, no, you're exactly right, Darren. And um, I was thinking about, um, you know, like WorkWorks' role and uh, how it all kind of comes together. Because I think there's there's two like big things that came out of the pandemic that I observed uh, that accelerated trends that are already at play. And I, it's funny that you said, you know, we've been talking about advisory for 15 years. I say that all the time. I remember being on the road with Joe Woodard <laughs> 15 years ago talking to QuickBooks audiences about value pricing, yeah. right? And uh, so these are these are not new concepts, but yeah, everybody like woke up. And then on top of it all, the the forcing function of you know having us work all work from home, we all learned how to use technology overnight. Overnight. And so those two things together, and we you know we've been talking about you've got to use technology to enable your advisory services. They they work hand in hand, and it just sort of like just came together and, and opened up. And I'm just excited to see what's happening out there. And then now we have this new crisis, the great resignation. I just saw uh, McDonald's hiring for $21 an hour at one of their restaurants uh, in a, in an article. Amazing. You know, I was, uh, I was on a call with um, uh, Neela Richardson. You guys may not know Neela, but she's the chief economist at ADP. Um, And my connection to, to Neela, she's an Indian university grad, which I am. And she grew up in Indiana. Uh, she, she's kind of brilliant, but she and I were chatting the other day and, and we were talking about the great resignation. And there, there's a number of things that are taking place within the tax and accounting space right now that, that she was kind of telling me about. One is, you know, we're, we're seeing two to three million people in this space retire early. Now, you can argue that's because their house prices are up or their stock prices are up or whatever. But they're, and maybe it's because, you know, they don't want to do this anymore. That, that, that could certainly be it as well. So you got a bunch of people retiring. You got it. She was telling me we, we're seeing some of the, the uh, highest numbers in um, new LLC starts. I'll say LLC, but I, new SMB starts. I mean, the, the numbers of new starts are up dramatically, which again, I think means people are, you know, they're finding their way at home or, you know, their side hustle or whatever they're doing, they're, 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 they're creating new things. And what that's doing is empowering, it's, it's creating a vacuum inside the profession, which I, I wouldn't call that the great resignation, but it's kind of the great resignation within our space, don't you guys think? Yeah, I, I see that in myself when I started to do my own thing. All of a sudden, I'm picking and choosing what I want to do, and it's yeah. more fun. And I'm saying, yeah, I may, I may be a baby boomer in a millennial's body, but I'm not ready to stop because all of a sudden, I'm picking and choosing what I want to do. And, hey, it, it's great. And I think that's what you're really yeah. saying. It, it, it's it's working. And so what that, to me, guys, what that's doing is it's – um it's making it harder and harder for that traditional 10 person accounting firm to staff. I mean, we're hearing it inside of our membership, you know, people are struggling with staffing. So again, we talk about this, this great resignation or really, you know, this staffing challenge that we've been having for years, it's just been exacerbated. Um, So the big question is, you know, what do you do about that? And, you know, what I'm focused on right now is, uh, talking to firms about how do you automate everything that you can automate. So if if staffing is a challenge and it's going to continue to be a challenge, I, I truly believe that's true. 
Um, because we, who wants a job where you get to work 80 hours a week and, you know, they have these massive deadlines and accounting firm owners aren't seeming to change their business models. I mean, I, I, a lot of people don't want to sign up for that gig, right? And so staffing is going to be a challenge for firm owners. So they're, they're one, going to have to really rethink their business models, right? Because without staff, it's, it's a challenge. But even with diminished staff, automate everything you can possibly automate. And then, again, reevaluate your business model. So you have to be actively thinking right now about what you want your business to look like. You have to be reinventing right now. That, that's my take. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think, I think there's, there's absolutely a lot of um, you know, truth and accuracy to what you're, you're talking about, Darren. Um, the, the thing that, that floats to mind, you talked about the business formations, right? So we, we have data that supports yeah. that point as well. There was, uh, uh, I do a presentation called State of Small Business with uh, an economist that I work with, her name is Susan Woodward, and our, our data comms guy, Simon uh, Worsfold. And, um, you know, we, we point out that in 2020, 4.4 million new businesses were created. Wow. That's filings, right? Up from 3.5 million the year before. So we're, we're talking about, you know, a seriously massive uptick. We've yeah. got a graph that shows you just like a 20% it's kind of growth or something, right? Years, yeah. Right. And then it just jumps yeah. right up. And so there is no lacking of work in our profession. And demand is going to continue yeah. to increase as these businesses look to take hold. And, and they have expectations um, about the people that they work with. They want to work with people who are like them. And so gone are the days of the, the stuffy stigma of the CPA behind a desk punching on the calculator, right? It's that we have to use technology to work with our clients. The small business owners are already embracing it. And um, they're, they're going to you know, expect, especially now in this new way of life, uh, that, that their accounting firms you know, are familiar with the technology as well. And then you've got this capacity issue. And that's all, you know, there's a couple of ways that people are looking at that as far as how to address it. One is you know, technology and automation. And then the other is skill sets. I'm seeing for the first time ever, you know, well, maybe not ever, but but we're seeing an increase in non-CPAs being brought in as managing partners over CAS groups. And the skill sets that that I'm seeing firms look for, you know, there's absolutely a need and a place for the the CPA credentialed, you know, work. Um, but we need to partner and grow skills beyond you know, where we've been focused before and, and kind of coming, circling back to the point that you made about everybody waking up and realizing that they need help. Now, now we have sort of this uh, center of gravity, if you will, uh, where the demand has been shown and accountants are being, you know, put in this position of, of saying, yeah, you know what, we can help you with this. And I think they're also kind of realizing, wow, I didn't, I didn't quite understand how much value I had to bring to the table. You know, I was thinking about um, one of the things that really stuck out to me in the pandemic um, was when the PPP loans came out. Um, and, you know, what, what I saw was, you know, PPP loans essentially were a product when you think about it from a, a firm's perspective. 
clients needed a PPP loan and you could offer that, right? So you had a product that you could sell, which was a PPP loan, whether you charged by the hour, or however you build, you know, build for helping with that. That's, that's what you did. And, and you knew who needed that product, which was every SMB client that you had. So you had a product and you knew who needed it. And you went and fulfilled that need and clients loved it. And that's, that's the amazing thing. They loved the fact that you reached out to them. They loved the fact that, that you knew how to go get that taken care of for them. To me, that just says what our clients are really looking for from us as firms are products. They like to know what they're getting and they want you to know that they need it, right? So data, we need to, we need to have data on who needs that. They, they might not all be as easy as PPP loans because somebody gave us the product and we knew who needed it, which was everybody. But imagine if you had that data, all this stuff, David, that we just talked about that swirls around a firm. Oh, I have this partnership. They don't have a buy-sell agreement and it's not funded. Wow, you can go do something with that or they're not maximizing their 401k plan or whatever the case might be. And I totally agree. You know, I think as CPAs, it's not about giving them the financial statements, even though that's important. It's about helping them be more liquid, solvent and profitable. And what solutions or products do we have that can help them get where they want to be? You know, I'm sure you do the same thing I do whenever I get a new client after uh, basically starting with them. It's all about succession planning. And that's another product to sell, which gets into your insurance, your wills and everything. you may disagree with me on this, David, but I don't think that everybody needs a CPA certificate anymore. To your point, Jason, uh, you just need to have a willingness to help people. You, you, you definitely have to have knowledge. So I'm not discounting that. But you just have to have a willingness to go help people. You know, the, one of the, I just was noticing the other day, other day, you guys might have seen this, but Pilot got a $1.2 billion valuation. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I, I talk about pilot all the time, Jeez. and Jeff Bezos is behind that. And hundred million agree bucks. with you on on the on the, the, the uh, on the CPA. There's a big debate going on whether you need a CPA. I, I think it helps put you in a higher statue, but if you're not doing the test work, it's all about coaching, consulting, and and advising. I I bring up pilot though because of the CPA credential. Pilot's not a CPA firm, right? They're, they're they're, they're tech guys that are um, running an accounting firm, essentially. Well, as Bench is doing the same thing to a similar same. extent. Yeah, but in the value that's getting created at Pilot and at Bench is incredible. I mean, what should the rest of the profession or the industry take from these things right now? Modern experience, focused products. You know, they're not all things to all people. I mean, it's just really interesting. Well, that goes back to now, I'd say, the private equity coming into the CPA businesses. And CPA.com did a study with Bill.com that a lot of the CPA firms are becoming more profitable by splitting off their CAS to a whole different entity, which supports your argument. You don't have to be a CPA to uh, to run a client accounting services group. Yeah. 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 I've heard of other firms doing that, too. And you see it on the on the sort of the flip side with a, a lot of firms I'm seeing. It, it, we're talking about like how advisory shows up in different ways and all the different products that are a part of that. And, I, and that's one of the cool things that I think people are realizing is, oh, this is just a business that I, it's like a line of business that I need to do. And so it's opening the doors here, you know, to your point about the tech firm, right, with Pilot, they're sort of 
do a tech firm doing the, the accounting services as well. And then you're seeing a lot of accounting firms open up tech consulting as well, tech stack consulting, and, and sort of everything that's involved in that because it all works together. So not only do we need to be looking at technology in our firm, but also looking at technology for our clients, Absolutely. which we've always kind of been doing, yep. but now like putting some structure around it and really being intentional about it versus it being sort of this... Yeah, we give great customer service because we'll also, you know, talk to you about your your technology and so forth. Um, so it's just it's it's great to see the 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 clear focus and the the clear intentional steps that firms are taking, you know, to to tra- transform the profession. But I don't like saying transform because it feels like a big, huge, you know. Oh, I've got to shut the doors down and close everything down. And I mean, we're we're evolving um, in the ways that that you know we've already been trending, um, but now we're finally kind of doing it in mass. We're we're starting to hit that critical mass. You know, I'm reading a book right now, guys. That it just goes back and talks about how everything. I mean, everything has been expanding for a really long time. You know, the universe is expanding at like, I'll get this wrong, but you you understand the point at like 500,000 miles an hour and expanding. <laughs> I hadn't heard that yeah. before. And, and, you know, our, our earth is like traveling at 67,000 miles an hour, give or take. I mean, everything's expanding. And this idea that an accounting firm is going to sit there and be static goes against everything that has always been. I mean, it's just, it's kind of crazy. And if we can just get firms with the mindset that they have to continue to evolve and expand and change uh, with everything that's happening, I think that's the big shift. But, you know, the profession has a tendency to want things the way that they have always were. And that's just not the way anything works. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's difficult for us because we've been doing this a long time or the, the same way. Yeah. Um, so, uh, sorry, David, I have to wrap us up. Uh, Darren, um, any, uh, so what, uh, what resources would you, sh- you know, Rootworks is obviously, you know, I look at Rootworks as kind of one of the companies that or organizations that's the glue that holds us all together, yeah. right? You bring consulting and you bring some helpful education and you help with the, the, the technology. Uh, how can people, uh, you know, take a look at what resources you have available? Yeah, I think just go out to rootworks.com and, you know, on the top right, set up a time to to talk to Andy or Alex or one of our team members and let them just kind of walk you through some stuff. Um, but, you know, most accounting firms do essentially the same thing, guys. They And so the need for reinventing the wheel just isn't there. <laughs> we, we've kind of figured this out. And, you know, like I said, we have a thousand firms doing this kind of stuff. Um, you know, if you're looking to evolve your firm, hop in. Well said, well said. Well, that's all the time we have for today, folks. So thanks for tuning in and, uh, we'll look forward to the next episode. Thanks guys. Thanks, Darren. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow us on Apple podcasts or Spotify. If you want to learn more about any of the topics discussed on the show, visit intuitaccountants.com forward slash podcast. Account Trends is produced and edited by Luke Johnston. Copyright Intuit 2021.